The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Hey everyone, it's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I, we get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. Hey, it's going to be your church and your turn up. So listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, thanks for downloading this podcast. If you want to listen live, be sure to download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. It's In This League with Scott Bogman and Chris Welsh. On the radio. 30. I'm on right now. I don't believe you. You boys in line. It is hour two of In This League, live on Sports Grid. Not quite live, but you get the drill. And actually, we're going to even prove how not live it is here in a minute. Uh, it is hour two, though. Bogman and the Welsh. Casey Bubba coming up in hour three. And a reminder, if you're going to look out here over on Sports Grid, is there probably going to be some more In This League content hopping up here and there. And as well, we are churning out new stuff over on our Patreon, patreon.com slash army. I might be having a video game-based feed, which would be available to the public, but also there's going to be some Patreon-only stuff. Bogman has been doing social distancing with Bogman, but we might have, as we are kind of gathering in the new schedule, uh, Bogman might be doing some trivia stuff next week. So we are here to entertain in this weird time. For as little as five bucks, you can support us. We are an independent podcast. I mean, we're just hoping to... Uh, stay afloat, but we're also going to entertain you guys. We're going to entertain with a bunch of other content, and I'm kind of excited about your um, about your trivia. Yeah, it's going to be fun. I, I'm thinking that uh, you know that's going to be on Patreon, of course. I think we're going to have to put together teams, you know, because not everybody can play. So I'm not sure how it's going to work yet, but someone suggested it. I thought it was a fantastic idea. So we're going to be uh, rocking some trivia on Monday. It's going to be a lot. It's going to be so much fun. The Welsh. It's so Let's go. so much fun. Uh, as the <laughs> we're not saying fun a whole lot lately. No, uh, no, we are not. I mean, no. like the world that we're in. I, so scared. It's it's a nervous laugh that that is. There's nothing fine. I literally. <laughs> it's end time. I literally just bought four rolls of toilet paper from somebody for twelve dollars. <laughs> I'm not even At joking, work. anybody. At work. <laughs> what, what it was is they ordered like one of the work industrial-based ones because you can't get toilet paper anymore. Those are always if, – if anyone has dealt with anything corporate, everyone knows when you have corporate buys, the stuff is always more expensive. They're always more expensive. It's not – it's inflated because of what's going on. This is like what a corporation would buy for you know their stuff here. So this person was able to buy it. And then it came out to, you know, it was a ton of rolls. They spent like 100 bucks on all these rolls, and it came out to it would be like 3 bucks per. There's no gouging going on. And I was just like, I'm just going to buy four. Like, I, why not? What else am I going to spend that $12 on right now? Nothing? Yeah, I mean, he, here's the thing. Like, if they're selling it at the price they bought it at, uh, that's just being a nice person, I think. Yeah, exactly. So, but 
if they're out there selling it for 10 bucks a roll, mm-hmm. I'll saw their head off. Yeah. That's kind of <laughs> that's kind of the difference. Like if I see you out there price gouging, I, I, I think people that are price gouging now should be drug out and hung when all of this is over with. Yeah, I mean, that's I think, just my personal opinion. I think so. we're in a space, yeah, we're, we're starting to delve into maybe where we could go with the secret show, uh, the upcoming one over on Patreon, <laughs> our comedy show. But there's definitely, uh, everyone is like showing their true colors in what's going on right now in, in every instance of money grabbing to being helpful to whatever it is. So it's a, it's a weird time. I literally just bought individual rolls of toilet paper. And <laughs> you I bought toilet paper? Uh, I mean, I know it's just a nice lady, you know, who uh, had a chance to buy a bunch and uh, she's helping out her coworkers and stuff. But you literally bought it like from a weed dealer. It seems, oh, you know what I mean? Oh, like, I mean, hundred you know, percent. Like oh, you're going to roll up, you're going to be rolling up and then you're going to see toilet paper being dropped down sewage drains, you know, for somebody to pop out to get, there's going to be dudes <laughs> out in the street watching and they'll be like, how much? Are going to be drops? Yeah. I'll be like, paper. like, oh like, man, give me a quarter. Give me, just give me a quarter roll. And they'll did, be like, all right, that's 15. See- uh, I don't know if you saw this yet, but uh, someone stole a um, a semi filled with toilet paper. Really? And they, they got caught, but uh, someone stole it. And that's, you know, the other day I thought it was a funny meme uh, on Instagram that someone was making, you know, like one of those very first Fast and Furious movies where they're stealing a semi from someone. I think it's filled with weapons and stuff. But then they did they like they pulled the pictures from the movie and put a big Charmin logo on the side of the truck. That that stuff literally has already happened. So <laughs> I mean the fat that's the new Fast and Furious is gonna yeah. be Fast and Furious <laughs> Fast toilet. and Furious, the wipening. So <laughs> Jesus. Well, one thing um, comparative to what we talked about in hour one is we have 100% got some answers off of things we were talking about. We were speculating on Melvin Gordon. We were speculating on Todd Gurley. You get the hint that there's just a little bit of a, of a time lapse even between the hours and when this is posted. And we already have finalities on both free agents. We speculated, hey, the Bucks could be in on either one of these guys. The Bucks are not getting Todd Gurley or Melvin Gordon. Todd Gurley has signed a one-year deal with the Atlanta Falcons, so that my initial reaction of a football podcast when we were talking about of him going home, that happened, and you kind of said you still, in this Latin hour one, you said, I think Atlanta's the spot. And um, a little bit of a surprise, Melvin Gordon, as we're doing this, is finalizing a deal with the Denver Broncos, Bogman. How about that, Philip Lindsay? Hmm. Yeah, and how about, I mean, Lindsey and, Lindsey I think will at least have a role, you know what I mean? Uh, I think he'll have kind of an Austin Eckler-y role. I don't know that he's as good as Austin Eckler. Um, I think he's a good back, but I think it's also clear that he can't carry a full load, you know what I mean? He's uh, had wrist injuries the last couple seasons. He's a smaller back. He's been breaking down. So I think this is actually... Uh, this is good as far as Lindsay's value to last. Obviously, it's a big blow because he's not going to put up those gigantic games or anything anymore. So uh, I kind of I kind of like the deal of Melvin Gordon going to the Broncos because the Welsh, we get those two revenge games a year. Isn't well, that's that great? a good point. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. You know, this move, it does actually back to reiterating where you were like, ah, Royce Freeman's a free agent. And, and then, own, yeah, I mean, he might, might as well. Be. Yeah, might as well so. be at this point. I mean, this is definitely going to be... I see this as a 65-35 split for uh, Melvin Gordon to Philip Lindsay. Like I said, and, and I think Lindsay that's will, being generous. Uh, I think it's be probably right. 
closer to 75 25 but but yeah i i think that's exactly like Lindsay's just gonna come in for passing downs and when melvin gordon needs a blow i think so. it's when he needs a blow because melvin gordon i would rather have melvin gordon in the passing game than i would have uh philip Lindsay in the first place like melvin gordon is a full down guy so i mean he might okay but let me throw this at you real quick since we're talking about um this melvin gordon situation doesn't this feel like if they're going to go and make a move for Melvin Gordon, that they are also going to bring in a viable quarterback. Like this, this seems like a a competing type of a move. I don't feel like you bring in Melvin Gordon when you've got two young backs. If you think you're still in this rebuild, I mean, I guess they could really believe in Drew Locke, but I think they're going to be in on one of these quarterbacks. I think that also could have been a selling point for Melvin Gordon at this point that they're they're going to bring in a Cam or they're going to bring in a Winston. Yeah, I mean. That's tough to know. I, I mean, they just got rid of Flacco, so I I like the idea of Cam going there, um, or Winston. Either one of them is fine. Uh, but I feel, for whatever reason, like I feel in my gut, uh, which has not been friendly to me recently, by the way. But uh, uh, for whatever reason, I feel in my gut that they're just gonna stick with stupid Drew Locke, and, and I don't like that at all. But I I just feel like that's kind of. You know, it's John Elway and his weird history with quarterbacks. You just he's kind of a wild card in that sense. Yeah, I mean I guess I guess that's true. So I mean you're still a believer of Locke, regardless. Uh, no, of I'm not a believer, but I believe that the Broncos are gonna give him another shot. So mm. that's kind of uh how I feel about it. I hope they don't. I would much rather see Cam there because I think that makes I think anyone but Drew Locke kind of, in to his credit, he played much better than I predicted. Um when he got his chance down the stretch, but I just feel like they're gonna they're gonna give him a shot. I mean, they took him in the second round. Yeah, we'll, so. we'll see where it is. I think this is a I think this is a move before they bring in somebody. But regardless, what about Melvin Gordon and his value going to Denver? Seems like a half decent spot. I just don't know where the offense is truly going to look like. I think it might just be. Um, I don't even know if you can say lateral at this point because Austin Eckler was definitely eating into some, and Melvin Gordon is his worst enemy. But I think this is just a fine a fine lateral spot as far as him being kind of the main guy. But Denver kind of does have their own Austin Eckler in there. Yeah, I mean, and that's the way most, um, most running back systems are working now anyway. Uh, I'll tell you what, on PPR as of uh, right now on Fantasy Pros, he is 18 behind Lev Bell. Would you rather have Gordon or Bell with Gordon going to Denver? Mm. I think Gordon. Me too. Uh, I'm with you on that because I just don't want Adam Gase players. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Chris Carson is 16. That one's tough. I think I'd rather have Gordon still. I think I'd rather have Gordon too. Like I, 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 Gordon might be a mid-second-round target for me in a lot of places. Right. Because he's first-round talent. But his preseason rank or or pre-signing rank, I guess I should say, was 18 among running backs. Yeah. So I mean, that he's puts still him behind the, the likes of uh, he. They had him in a, the fourth tier. They had him behind all of Gurley, uh, Drake, Sanders, Jacobs, Fournette, Eckler, and Chubb is tier three. Are there any of those guys? Name I think again. maybe uh, it was Gurley, Drake, Sanders, Jacobs, Fournette, Eckler, and Chubb. I think he's in that range. I think so too. I think he definitely moves into that tier. Yeah, I think he's. I think he could move around. Um, I mean, Mel- would you rather have him or Miles Sanders? I would rather I have. Miles, I would rather have him. To me. I'd rather have him. Melvin Gordon yeah. than Miles Sanders. 
Oh man, that's such a tough one. Yeah, I, I think, think so. I'd rather have Gordon as well, just because you know Philly does like to play musical running backs, but uh, Sanders Sanders is really great down the stretch for them. But I think for me, it's probably you know me. I mean, I'm definitely taking Fournette over him, and I think I'm probably taking Josh Jacobs over him as well. Yeah, I mean, I'd like to see I'd like to see what the full plan is, but I mean, you know, even in the reports as Ian Rappaport talks about that they've got this one two punch. He did sign a two year deal. It was sixteen million dollars with thirteen and a half guaranteed. I mean, that's a commitment, and the guy, you know. He, I imagine is going to wanted or asked for some type of a commitment as far as him being the workhorse guy. Like he worked well with Eckler, but you know he wants to be the main guy. I'd like to get a little bit more clarity, but I just think he's in that range where you can justifiably, like maybe you know Nick Chubb might be a, a notch better, but if he's got Kareem Hunt there, okay, there's some questions. I think all of these guys have a little bit of question marks, but Melvin Gordon yeah. is in that that nice medium uh, second round range. Now Todd Gurley. Goes to Atlanta, and he, more interesting. Yeah, he looks mode. like he's put himself into the the big big main guy, and you you still got Julio Jones. Even though there's a weird there's a, you see that weird rumor that was going around about um, Julio to Philly. Yeah, for Zach Ertz. That's a weird like. I mean, I see why Philly would want to do it because they have got Goddard, but why would Atlanta want to move on from Julio Jones? Because it just lost Hooper. They like, just traded uh, for Hayden Hurst. They traded yeah. a second round pick for Hayden Hurst. Yeah, yeah, that's why that's why it didn't go through. I think it was just it's one of those uh, rumors that you know no qualified person really was talking no, about. It, no, no, so. but he goes into a big uh, a, a big you know powerful offense. At least that's where their design is. There's um, you know they bring in Hayden Hurst because because Hooper's gone. You've still got two good wideouts to stretch the field. We know Atlanta. Atlanta's in a position to feature Todd Gurley here, and I think that's why you're saying this is more interesting because. I think it's more interesting because it's a one-year deal, and it's kind of a a show-me deal. deal. Yes. So I I think that uh, Gurley's going to go out there inspired. Now, is that knee going to hold up? That's a huge question mark, of course, but I I like this landing spot. I think he's going to be comfortable, and this is still a – High flying offense, so I'm I'm into this move for sure. And Atlanta last year, I was pulling this up. So here's something to look at. You can look at this positive or negative. Atlanta in 2019 was the third worst rushing team in the NFL. They averaged the third worst yards, 85.1. The only two teams that were worse were the New York Jets at 78.6 and the Miami Dolphins at 72.3. So they did not average a whole bunch bunch of um, rushing yards. They had a total of 1,300 rushing yards. And for perspective, the Baltimore Ravens had 3,200. <laughs> they also averaged 362 rush attempts, which I believe was tied for second worst in all the NFL. The team that had the least amount were the Washington Redskins. The New York Giants and the Atlanta Falcons had these. Uh, oh, no, I'm sorry. The Miami Dolphins were the worst, 349. So they were tied for third worst. So you can say, A, oh, this isn't good because he's going into a spot where Atlanta has been committed to not, or B, probably the more obvious, this is Atlanta's commitment to being more involved in the running game, but his health comes into question. So is this, uh, like I asked you in hour one, now that you have the clarity on it, is this Atlanta spot truly a better situation now that you've had some time to chew on it than the Buccaneers would have been? I I, th- I think it is. Um, I, I still like... I, I still like Todd Gurley, uh, and he's definitely going to get a decent amount of run here. I, I think the thing that all those teams have in common uh, that you mentioned with the bad uh, with the bad rushing totals is 
they were always losing. Those teams were down in a lot of games. Atlanta's Atlanta's defense was horrible. Uh, who else did you mention there? Washington, they were rough. Yeah, in Miami, the Washington, Giants were also, uh, they were tied for the third least amount of rushing attempts in the NFL last year. Yeah, I mean, they were big losers last year. So uh, a lot of those teams, and Barkley was hurt. So, yeah. you know, uh, for a big chunk of the year as well. Uh, but I, I thought it was interesting, the Welsh. Did you see this where... Now every single running back drafted in the 2015 draft is not on the team that drafted them. Really? Yeah. So I'm just I just pulled it up. I'm looking at it. Uh, Todd Gurley was picked 10 overall to the Rams. Melvin Gordon was 15 to the Chargers. Then it was T.J. Yeldon with uh, the Jaguars. Oh. Then we had Amir Abdullah in the second round. Guy. Uh, Tevin Coleman, Duke Johnson. Uh, David Johnson got flipped earlier. He was a third-round pick. Uh, Matt Jones, I don't even think, is in the NFL anymore. Jeremy Langford is uh, somewhere. I was just uh, about to say the top end of that, all those guys, for the most part, still in the NFL. So, so far, you know, I mean, they're not you know, they're not Hall of Famers or anything like that, but guys that have uh, stuck around. Yeah, and then you have guys like Buck Allen, Mike Davis. Remember David Cobb? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, man. David Cobb was in there. Jay Ajayi was in that draft. Carlos Williams, I don't even think he's in the NFL. Cameron Artis Payne got cut. Uh, Josh Robinson. And then a couple guys, Marcus Murphy and Hilliard, that don't matter. And then uh, Raheem Mostert, free agent from the 2015 class. And Thomas Rawls had a couple decent years in Seattle as well. Crazy. So. It's, really, it's, it's really crazy the um, how two moves have altered, I would say, at least four. Uh, maybe actually five, five different running backs have been altered by this move because you have had these two moves. You have Melvin Gordon, who decimates Philip Lindsay's value. You've got Todd Gurley, who has now upped his value. And then you've got the subsidiary guys that get it on, like Daryl Henderson. Yeah, I mean, I like Daryl Henderson. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I think that he's going to be uh, decent there, but I'm not. Are you a hundred percent sold on no. Daryl Henderson? No, we talked about that now. Or one, I'm not. Uh, we're we're both timid about it. Oh, and here's the other one. As I'm going through the names, I even forget to mention Devin Singletary. You know, we spent some time talking about what hit Devin Singletary was going to take, and now this is kind of squashed. So everything we were, you know, I don't know about Singletary. Like his <laughs> value comes back up. Though I do think, like you said, yeah. it builds in a question that the Bills still have a question mark on how much they want to give if there was true validity to Melvin Gordon being out there. And there's still backs out there. You know, the Bills could bring in a Devontae Freeman could do a one year deal if they you know if they need one more push against um a guy like Devin Singletary. So there's still backs out on the market. But it's just those two moves had really, really big impact because we've also got the question of what happens to uh the Bucks. You know, are they truly I still don't believe they go in with Peyton Barber and Ronald Jones, but maybe it's as simple as they're just now going to go and bring in maybe a Deion Lewis to compete with one of those guys. But let's go to break. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about this, and then uh, towards the end of the hour, talk about what baseball is thinking about doing with the draft. So don't go anywhere in this league. Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. 
Get on the grid. Hey, everyone. It's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys. And I'd love for you to join me. I'm still on my own journey, but I want to be transparent with you because as I was posting all the highlights of my life on social media, I was breaking down and too many people fall victim to the picture perfect image of the high life. So I created a space to discuss the good and the bad. We can laugh, man. We, we going to learn. And most of all, I hope to inspire you to go on this journey with me to better mental health. This is going to be your church, your turn up and everything in between. So join me on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, a safe space for every kind of person. Listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. In this league. Somebody royally forked up. Somebody forked up. Why can't I say fork? If you're trying to curse, you can't hear. Full shirt. Holy Mother-forking shirt boss. Welcome back. It is In This League right here on the Sports Grid. Scott Bogman, Chris Welsh, we are still here for you. Three hours of content that we're dropping. Lots of football talk because what else are you going to talk about? Though, I don't know if you saw this, Boggs, the real big three, not our podcast that we do, but the big three is going to have a tournament in April to try to save. They're essentially out here to save the world for some content and they were going to drop their uh, three-on-three tournament. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, you know, I saw that, but how many of those players are in California right now? Uh, It's a good point. I mean, <laughs> I mean I, are they, they're not allowed to leave their house, right? You so. know, uh, fair point in conversation that as things are picking up, eh, might be taken out of their hands, a lot of this stuff. Because, yeah, yeah California and, and New York and some of the um, – residing places around so yeah good point i didn't even think about that and that it's nice the, nice thought of them but maybe it not. is but the other thing is like when there's not enough covid19 tests to go around right now are you gonna you know people are already pissed that the nba got a bunch of them you know uh when they were testing the thunder and uh the um jazz players and stuff when you know a week ago uh, last year it seems like this yeah. has been the longest uh, year I've ever had in a week. The Welsh year, but yeah. uh, you know, uh, people were already pissed. Like, where were they going to get those COVID nineteen tests? Because I assume if you have a tournament like that, you have to test everybody ahead of time, right? Yeah, yeah. There's so, another industry that does the same thing with a test before anybody can do anything, and it's very similar. Like everyone's got to get tested before. Right, right. And we were talking about it before. Uh, COVID nineteen is drafting a pretty decent. Uh, NBA team here. You know, they got a good front court with Gobert and KD and Mitchell. Marcus Smart just tested positive. So uh, there's um, it, it, the NBA. It's it's crazy to me that the NBA has so much. And all we've heard about in the NFL so far is uh, Sean Payton. Yeah, but they weren't playing. So, the NBA was playing yeah, in the midst yeah. of it. <clears throat> you know, ba- I mean, I'm surprised more baseball. That's what's more surprising to me is, you know, the players are more interactive with fans and there's more you know, people in an outdoor setting. So that's actually uh, a little bit more shocking to me. But we'll see. It's a good point about the the, the big three tournament. I was thinking, no, no, it's all good. No, it's actually not. It's probably not going to be good to go. Uh, picking up just last couple football moves, we've already kind of killed the, the conversation of like Daryl Henderson's value, 
We knew where that was. Devin Singletary goes back to the positives we talked about in the last hour. Gordon, probably relative. Uh, Todd Gurley, I think you could see this is a little bit better. There's just really no competition. You know, that was one of the things I talked about with the Bucks was if they brought him in, you know, they still had Ronald Jones and Barber, and maybe they would bring someone else in. I just don't think there's much competition for Atlanta. And he is he did a one-year deal because this is obvious, like, he wants to go full bore, and he wants to get his big contract next year. So I think you can take some of that as a positive, unless you're completely out on him. Uh, some other ancillary moves. Your Pittsburgh Steelers got themselves a tight end. <laughs> yeah, they signed Eric Ebron. Uh, look, I never thought in a million years, because I've been an Ebron uh, you know, hater for a while, that I would be happy that the Steelers signed uh, Eric Ebron. But, uh, you know, I think, to be honest, I feel like the Welsh is happier about this move because it means that I can't uh, pump up Vance McDonald anymore. I love so it. I, yeah, every year you're just like, you're like, oh, like top 10. I'll just like, I won't draft a tight end. I'll take Vance McDonald. And that never really works. Well, I mean, I took Mark Andrews in more spots than I took Vance McDonald last year. And that, I, that did pay off. But uh, I like I like that move. You know, it gives Ben a uh, another target. And um, it can take a couple of those linebackers uh, over the middle away, uh, leaving some more running room for James Conner and or whoever will be back there at that point. And um, I I really like that move, especially with Ben yesterday saying that he's throwing pain free for the first time in years. You like that, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, and that kind of. All of the at the same time, there was this rumor. I think it was just kind of floating out there, and I had talked about it, and I think you agreed. But I had suggested, what if the Steelers got in on a guy like James Winston? And you know, I think a lot of it might have made sense. But you, well, I mean, I guess it's not completely squashed with Winston because the news was the Patriots might have had some interest, but now it's being reported they're unlikely to target Winston. But at the same time, probably no exact coincidence, we get a report of Ben Roethlisberger feeling great and throwing without pain, like. There's probably a reason why that comes out in the midst of this stuff happening. Yeah, I mean, he just started throwing uh, a couple days ago, so it makes sense for uh, us to hear the, those uh, those things. But also, Ben is, you know, Ben's a bit of a diva, and I know people something. in Pittsburgh d- don't want to hear that, but Ben is a little bit of a diva, and he doesn't want anyone breathing down his neck, nope. So, One of which the, a lot of quarterbacks don't. Yeah, so. but, I mean, there's also quarterbacks that accept it, but then there's that there has been that class of quarterback that's like, I'm not going to be here to help anybody. The Aaron Rodgers from his, you know, quote mentor, Brett Favre, those guys don't want it, to Ben Roethlisberger. I have um, – so are you up on – on Ebron, like, do you think this is a this is a big move? I mean, he's such a red zone option. Like, are you going to be heavily in on Ebron? Is he a top eight tight end to you this coming year? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, top eight, I don't think so. Uh, because you're looking at the top eight, the uh, top two tiers really here uh, on fantasy pros anyway, and I think this is pretty right. It's Kelsey, Kittle, Ertz, Mark Andrews, tier one. Tier two, Waller, Hooper, Henry, and Ingram. I can't put them ahead of any of those guys. And then you, you've you got this tier of Cook, Higby, Fant, Goddard, Gesicki, Hawkinson. I think he can go into that group. So maybe somewhere between 10 and 15, somewhere like that. With uh, the Patriots uh, essentially out on Winston, the Steelers being another one, not that it was really viable there, 
What do you think with Winston right now? I still think I think one of Cam or Winston is going to Denver. That's still something I'm locked in. There seems to be a job in Miami available. Um, <laughs> I'm Ron Burgundy. What uh, do you think? I don't, I don't think it's Miami uh, because I I think I still think that they're just in on Tua. Like I think everything else oh, yeah, that we point. hear <clears throat> that that they're not going to take Tua. That they like you know there's rumors that they like um, Justin Herbert as well. I think they're going to take someone in the draft. But it doesn't mean so. either one of those guys don't do a one-year show-me deal, though. Like they Absolutely. may Both of those yeah. quarterbacks might want to do it. But if you're looking at viable spots right now, is there is Denver, there's New England, there's Detroit, which I don't know who would want to go there unless it's just, you know, I don't know, an opportunity to show. There might be Jacksonville if the team doesn't want to go in with Minshew. So there's four, and I'm just kind of going down the list that – I guess the Chargers, but it seems like the Chargers are pretty committed to Tyrod Taylor, so I think that one's out. And I think they're drafting Justin Herbert. There so you go. And there's I, the I don't, draft I don't guys. Think that's going to happen. Either. And that's it. So I mean, that's it, Bugs. Those are those are the viable um, quarterback available. Oh, and the Redskins. I should show throw that one back out there. So New England is already taking off taken off the list essentially for Winston. So that leaves four viable spots, and then you've got maybe five for Newton. So kind of revamping this guess, where do you think Cam and where do you think Winston look like? I think Cam, God, uh, I, I still like Cam to the Raiders. And I know they just signed Mariota, but I think they could flip Derek Carr. I've heard the Patriots have interest. I don't know if that's a real thing. You know, uh, I think they could flip Derek Carr and then bring in uh, Winston and have Marcus Mariota back him up, you know, uh, and and I know they they. Right now, they want to give Mariota a shot, but uh, I think if you get a chance to to bring in Winston, that makes sense. And Cam, I still kind of like to, I don't know. Uh, Cam is that's a really, my Denver really one. one. That's my Denver one. I, I like the Denver idea. I just John Elway is such a weirdo. I just have no idea. So uh, well, I'm I've Flacco. Forgot Flacco is still sitting out there as well. Nah, he got cut. Oh, no, oh, he's sitting yeah, out there. He's available. Well, nobody wants Flacco. He's a loser. Um, well, everybody's so, wanted Flacco and paid him so much money, so someone's going to pick him up. He, yeah. Well, he's going to make all the money anyway, so he, he's already got his money. He may not even want to play. He, so. I think he's the tutelage quarterback, though. He's for one of those teams that are going to get but one he's, of the quarterbacks the, in the draft. I, I understand, but he's the ultimate I don't want to help the other guy. That's what, like, That's he a good point. Help. That's a great point. He didn't help Lamar, and they asked him about helping Drew Locke, and he said, I'm here to do my job, and my job is to win games and get ready to play. I'm not here to teach anyone. you know. So, uh, I mean, he's made himself almost unsignable by saying that stuff you know, because he's either going to go somewhere and back up uh, a younger person than him or he's going to step into a situation where they feel like they need you know a what? quarterback. Let me throw this out to you. What about Flacco to New England? Flacco to New England wouldn't be bad. I think it makes a lot of sense. Just the type of personality for Belichick. They don't need a they they don't need a quarterback to try to take the game under their hands. They just, he needs a veteran that can run Belichick's system. A lot of checkdowns. He can throw the deep ball uh, fine. There's Edelman there. I think Flacco to New England makes How a is lot it? of sense. How is it that the Pats lose the best player in the history of football in Tom Brady? 
and they still have all these op- options at quarterback. They're talking about Jared Stidham now, which we all roll our eyes at. Except for Pia. 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 Did you see his tweet the other day? He's like, I'm going to watch a lot of video. And he's like, the more I see it, I think uh, I think he's a guy, and they're going to go with him. And I was like, oh, Joe. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's It's just a lot to ask because that team, that's a playoff team, you know, uh, and they're not a playoff team with Jared Stidham. So, uh, but but they could trade for Dalton. You know, they could sign Flacco. Winston is still out there. They could acquire Cam. Like, for whatever reason, they have a ton of options. So, and I don't feel like every team has that. But um, I would kind of like Andy Dalton in Pittsburgh just to back up Ben, you know, just because I've seen Mason Rudolph and Duck Hodges, and I don't want any part of that anymore. Yeah. So, um, uh, I don't know, man. This It's going to get weird, that's for sure, with the uh, – Rest of the quarterbacks on the market and only uh, a few spots open. Uh, my big question is, I just have, I just have no idea what's going to happen with Winston. You know, I just, I still think the Raiders. I think the Broncos are are a possibility. I like that New England fit, but apparently Belichick doesn't. So um, he's just kind of the wild card in all of this. And, and I think um, I'm not sure if you mentioned it, but the Redskins and possibly a reunion of. Cam Newton and Ron Rivera out there. So oh, that would make a lot of sense. Um, I mean, for that, I Cam Newton would go into a scrutin a scrutinized situation immediately in Washington, and you know, I mean, I man, I I don't even know how it would take versus putting Dwayne Haskins back down there, but it'd have to be a one year deal. Like I, I just don't see how I don't see how Cam Newton or Jameis Winston sign anything more than a one-year deal. Like, both of these guys want to... The, the quarterback class in the draft is pretty high for people wanting to make the commitments to. Um, a lot of the big-name quarterbacks who just signed in free agency took jobs away. Best case for both of these guys is to jump into next year where... I mean, what is it? Is it Lawrence next year and that's it? it, it it's Trevor Lawrence will Justin Fields if he comes out too from Ohio State. So maybe you got two be. guys and then you got two free agents, but you're not you're not competing against, you know... Uh, Breeze is re-signing. You've got Brady out there. You know, I mean, there's a lot of competition. Both of those guys, Winston I think, are in New on... Orleans. You know what? I kind of like that. Backing up Breeze because Breeze could retire at any second. Well, uh, he signed he a two-year to... deal, so he's not going to retire for two years. I uh, well, I mean, who knows? You know, what I mean, he has a bad injury this year, and he'll retire. So, well, yeah, okay, uh, sure. But that, but I mean, you're making it be like, oh, he's just dicey. Like he signed a two-year deal. Like he hasn't not played. He'll he's going to play. Yeah, I know he's going to play, but he almost retired this offseason. Do you not remember that? Yeah, and then he signed a two because he was a free agent, and then he signed a two year contract. Yeah, no, he was he almost retired. He was thinking about he was a free it. Agent. So I, I look, I I don't think I don't think it's going to happen, but I'm just saying it's a possibility. Is all is, I see. I think it's a possibility thing. like next year, like if they wanted to do something like so. That. He signs a one year deal, and then maybe next year, if Drew Brees were to retire, no. they sign him. No, he that, doesn't sign with the Saints. I mean, I guess you know. Back to your point. Okay, that's possible. I think both of these guys are not going to just – they don't need to take any job because there are quarterback positions open. Unless, of course, every single team is like, oh, we'll just go with Dwayne Haskins and we'll go with Stidham. And, okay, then you're put into a situation. I think you're going to see both of these quarterbacks sign wherever they get the opportunity to be a well, full-time I, starter for next season. I think that's what they want. Season. I just don't know where the opportunity is out there right I think now. It's that's Miami. I think it's uh, Denver. No, Ryan, they're going to go Ryan Fitzpatrick. They're going to draft Tua. I think that's kind of sad. Oh, yeah, I keep saying so. Miami. I keep doing that with Miami. You're 100% right about that. I mean, it's, it's a it's a. I think the Chargers spot. are going to take Herbert, too, because I like that spot for one of those guys. Unless one of these teams, and I think we would already have seen it, if they're really not in on those quarterbacks, 
in the draft, I think they would have just gone out and signed Winston. So uh, especially the Chargers moving into that new building, you know, fingers crossed that that actually gets done. Well, there's also Uh, like little ones. I don't know if you've seen this. I don't know if it would actually happen, but a team like the Bengals, maybe they could trade Dalton to the Patriots and then the Bengals could get in and sign a Winston or a Cam Newton. They're taking Joe Burrow, number one overall. You're right. And he's going to start from day one. Where the hell so, are these guys going to play? That's what I'm saying. Detroit. Detroit. So that's why What's I'm Detroit reaching doing, on New Orleans and things like that. They no. may have to take backup jobs. Detroit. I don't think- Detroit. They can play in Detroit. Are you telling me one of those quarterbacks don't want to play with Kenny Galladay? They got Kerryon Johnson in there. Jameis Winston in Detroit. was really good until he got hurt last year. Like, he was playing his best football he's ever played I forgot last about, season. I, you know, I was looking at depth charts, and it showed uh, David Blowy. <laughs> <laughs> David Blow became Blowy. <laughs> it's my favorite, David Blowy. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, Stafford was playing his best ball probably of his career before Jameis he got to Jacksonville uh, and Cam to Denver. Lock Jacksonville. I Done. like that one. Jameis to Jacksonville and Cam to Denver. You know what? Let's just call it. That's, that's Let, Let's just say it. that's what's happening. It's it's over with. Cam Newton, welcome to Denver. Enjoy your new contract. A mile high. Uh, please quit tweeting with your weird um, whatever that is. What, what is that? If font? I were a GM, I would make the language in the contract. It would I, be in the contract. I would say yes. you can't do this or... Well, he would probably love it, or I'd do the contract completely like that, and I'd be like, have your lawyers have fun. I'd just say, stop <laughs> tweeting with that weird thing. I don't even know what that is. I hate it. Yeah, it's just, it, it's attention-seeking. Like, you're <clears throat> you're an NFL quarterback. You don't get enough attention, mm-hmm. knock it off. Yeah, I guess. All right, uh, when we come back, a couple pieces of baseball news. I know we've been heavy on this stuff, but one guy is down for the count, even if this, we don't know if the season will be, but his season is over, a uh, very big-name player, and... Major League Baseball kicking around an idea that's a, it's a bad one. And I, I actually talk about it on uh, Prospect One, my latest edition, if you guys want to check that out. little It was just an instant reaction pulpit that I took. But Bogman and I will talk about it. So don't go anywhere. More in this league. Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. Have you written a book and need some insight into what comes next? Or are you passionate about cooking and want to know how to make it your career? Or maybe you just want to hear insider stories about the entertainment industry. Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. And on our podcast, Two Guys from Hollywood, we bring our expertise to the table with, of course, delicious cocktails and all kinds of recipes for you to try at home. So grab a drink and join us. We've got a wide range of celebrity guests and Hollywood insiders to discuss pop culture, publishing, and entertainment. And we'll provide you with an unfiltered and sometimes brutally honest show about Hollywood. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon.
Hey, in this league. Look at us. Look at us. Huh? Who would have thought? Not me. Not me. Not me. Who would have thought? Not me. Not me. Look at us. Look at us. Who would have thought? Me. Not me. Welcome back. It is in this league right here on the Sports Grid. Three hours, Bogman and I have you. More content coming next week, and all of our podcasts are still rocking. We dropped actually three baseball podcast last week. Two of them were we're back with the player debates. On Friday, we had Zach Allen versus Max Freed. We had a great episode with USA Today's Steve Gardner, if you guys want to go back and listen to that, kind of talking about uh, USA Today and how they dealt with it. They uh, still put out their Sports Weekly uh, Fantasy Edition uh, paper, which was kind of in question. So we had a lot of that stuff. Prospect 1, I just dropped. Uh, we ha- I had three guests on. I had Eric Cross from Fantrax. Uh, no, that was last week. I'm sorry. I'm thinking of the previous <laughs> one, which was also a great episode, by the way. I had Ralph Lipschitz from Prospects Live, Chris Blessing from Baseball HQ, and I had Ray Butler from Prospects 365. It was a roundtable, all four of us talking about breakouts for 2020. Literally, our podcasts have not st- stopped. Bogman dropped the NFL Draft War Room, and if you guys you know, want to support uh, us independent podcasters who are churning out content and actually ramping up more content for you guys while you guys are stuck at home and just trying to do whatever you need to do, go to patreon.com slash army or you can just go to inthisleague.com. It'll take you there. Five bucks a month gets you all the secret shows and the live streams we're doing, plus our ranks are there. Those are still going to be updated, so check us out and uh, support your boys while all of the chaos is going in, on. In hour three, uh, I, I plug our stuff as well, but I, I, I let Bubba in on the uh, the secret show that we did with uh, your favorite picture in the world of the uh, hmm? the guys with the real dolls. So, Oh, my God. I mean, it, it's, <laughs> you know, we have had that from time to time where people sign up and they're like, where do I start? Because we got a backlog of seven. I think we've done seventy-two or seventy-three secret shows. I actually just did this really interesting one earlier in the uh, this month. It was just me where I, I snuck into a conference call from a certain baseball team, and I was doing like a mystery science theater three thousand type of thing, like commenting, <laughs> and it was about you know what the team was doing and everything. And it was actually the GM of the team. But um, we've got like seventy plus, and we've had people. They're not going to go back to like number one. And if you do, by the way, if you're looking for content, I mean, that's going to be probably 90 it's hours more, of content. It's more evergreen than sports stuff. Is oh, for absolutely. Sure, so. Absolutely. I mean, there's things relative to what's going on in the world. Sometimes we talk about, but people have asked that question. And I, and usually they ask that and kind of like, oh, I'm not going to go back to one, but where should I start? And I say, go to 50 because I think it was episode 50 where it was, I don't remember what the title is, but it has to do with a conference of guys with real dolls. And it was, it's probably the funniest episode that we've done. It's my and favorite. And you'll hear me least. describe it a little bit more in hour three as well. But it's definitely like, you know, if you're looking for stuff to listen to, you've listened to everything, you know, you're kind of, uh, you know, uh, peeling the wallpaper now, the definitely get in on that because we've got uh we have you entertained for probably the entire lockdown with all that stuff <laughs> yeah so. that's true a lot of and there's more coming we got one actually by the time you're listening to this there may be a new secret show and we're just still churning out stuff so uh, uh get a little laughing a little bit of a laughing and you can um what's the word i just forgot the word your streams what are we calling them oh uh, social distancing social with distancing. Bogman. yeah that's my <laughs> that's my favorite name that you you've been doing you did three of them last week didn't you yeah, yeah I did, did three. So uh, we're going to have trivia on Monday. Uh, we've got a lot going on. So okay. 
Uh, we're tr- we're trying to keep you entertained and away from the TV and the bad news and all that stuff. Yeah, the stuff and the pudding pops and all the <laughs> and the pudding pops. So uh, first things first, we did get some actual uh, news on Chris Sale. That one became official. Everyone knows it at this point. But Tommy John surgery that is happening. There was actually this little tiny itsy bitsy form of optimism that jumped up because he was throwing all of a sudden you got had a little cough there Bogman. oh Uh-oh. no oh Not no fully. someone spray him down get him in the quarantine a little ticket and take a little sip of water G- give me uh give me my outbreak outfit i don't like this can COVID 19 yeah, no, uh transfer through skype i don't like it i don't think so i think that's where we're safe but um there's optimism because he was throwing and they said after he throws a session, they'll determine what is happening. So all of a sudden, you know, had there been any type of a draft going on, you might have saw saw a bump. Though we both stated we were we were good. We were out until I took him off my list. I it, didn't even move him down. Yeah, I, I had moved him down, but the update people will see on Patreon is he's gone. And then like the next day, he's officially having Tommy John surgery. So Chris sailed Dunzo. But what is weird about the situation? We don't know actually when he's going to have it because elective surgeries are null and void right now. You can't even do elective surgeries. Now, that might be different for someone like James uh, James Andrews. I'm not 100% yeah. sure, but there's just no date on it yet. So all that means really is for anybody maybe in a dynasty or something doesn't quite know, you know when he's coming back. You would have to presume probably 2022 is probably the first time you're going to get like actuality, you know, value for him so. yeah if we get him next year it's going to be like an august september thing where he throws you know 20 innings and is just making sure he's uh back for 2022 and that's, that's almost april much and he hasn't had the surgery so you you have to push 12 months into next year plus if there's any you know longer run plus ramp up I, you just you, you're not gonna you, you don't count on him in any respect for 2021 in my eyes yeah, 100%. I'm right there with you. So that was really the only big baseball news besides some of the other stuff. But um, with our last you know, 10 minutes or so that we've got here together, and then Bubba's going to be coming on with you, baseball uh, or baseball didn't necessarily drop this, but a, a bunch of this information was released, and a lot of the websites ran with it. And in my eyes, this would be one of – just when you thought baseball couldn't look worse with everything that's gone on. Like I even said this in my Prospect 1 where it was like, man, you know – Baseball just had such a horrid look with everything that happened with the cheating scandal. And um, you you would just sit there and you'd be like, oh, man, baseball can't get worse. I think this rivals it that the the conversation around baseball right now is that the owners and the actual association are considering canceling the 2020 draft and international market. Now, if you stop there, you could go, wow, that's a big impact. And I go into details of what I think, you know, could have made sense if they would have said like, oh, it's because of this or because of scouting or, okay, it's not because what they're saying is they could cancel it because the owners want to save money and they're worried about clocks and service time putting up. And that to me, friendo, is one of the worst looks baseball could have to take baseball away from these amateurs, not because it's the right thing to do in drafting, but because the owners want to save some money and people are worried about um, service time clock starting. Well, some of these owners are looking just so terrible right now. I mean, we initially had the, you know, 
where the players uh, were the first ones to start pledging towards the, um, you know, the uh, concession staff and all of the workers in the stadiums while they're out of work. And then the owners had to come in and say that they'll do it. Uh, I don't know if you saw the Welsh, but Tillman Fertitta of the Rockets is um, the only owner that has uh, he's he cut paid time off for his casino workers. He owns a couple of casinos. Uh, he Golden cut Nugget. paid time off from them. He cut PTO from uh, a bunch of his employees. I mean, so that, that's almost like looking game. like the biggest scumbag in the world right well, now. Well, I mean, he's looking like Jeff Bezos. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw the the thing where Jeff Bezos was telling employees that they can gift their vacation time to their other employees. It's like, well, no billionaire, richest human being on the planet. Why don't you cover them? Just why, cover them. Hey, you GameStop, scumbag. Why don't why don't GameStop because the country if the places are in lockdown? Why don't you not say? You, did you see this, that they believe they're in the essentials and that they were telling like employees and stuff that they're not going to shut down even though the counties are telling them to? That's ridiculous. I, I like what it, it, it's the weirdest time that I've ever experienced. And you would just expect these uh, billionaire owners and, you know, billionaire people like Jeff Bezos to lead by example in this. And they're just not. No, and baseball so. is struggling. Here's the AP uh, article that's on this where it says MLB could skip the draft. Service time is a big issue. I'm going to just I'm gonna try to blow through some of this real quick. But uh, it says MLB is considering skipping the amateur draft this year and putting off the next international signing period as a way to preserve cash while games are affected by the coronavirus. This was someone familiar with this situation told AP. Talks between management and players association are ongoing and include the continuous issue of major league service time, which determines eligibility for free agents and arbitration. MLB has proposed crediting full service for 130 games or more and proportional service for shorter seasons. Uh, The union has taken the position that a full season of service should still be credited even if no games are played, one of the people said. So that could be a big uh, push here. Yeah. Um, some radical solutions such as double headers and playing deep into autumn by using uh, enclosed stadiums that has been discussed with the pro- okay with the prospect of expected cash not coming in for tickets broadcast sponsorship contracts teams have told the commissioner's office that they are fearful they may have to lay off administrative staff signing bonuses for amateur players total about 400 million annually so uh, just continuing real quick it says baseball, they move, blah, blah, blah. While bonus rules for the draft and international players are part of the collective bargaining agreement, management could attempt to cite the national emergency as a reason to make unilateral changes. Um, the sides are also discover- discussing whether MLB would adv- uh, advance money to players who get paid only during the regular season. So, I, I mean, the look in this is the the owners right there being like, "Wow, we're not making all the, we're not making billions now for losing all of this." So they don't want to they don't want to pay the money to these amateurs, and it's a it's a wild move, man. It's a wild move, and I can't feel sorry for absolutely any of them. It's the same reason I don't feel sorry for the idea of like when you hear casinos are asking for bailouts, and it's like, I mean, you guys are literally just profit, like. Did you not store for a rainy day? Like, I mean, I don't want anyone to fail. I'm not being like that, but it's it's hard to it's hard to jump in and look at the biggest places on the planet that they they're asking for help and then that they're cutting essential things that is a part of their business and especially the amateur draft. I mean, this affects college baseball players. Obviously, 
you know, the reason they could do this is because NCAA has allowed them to have an extra year of eligibility if they'd like. This affects high school players, though, in a bigger degree, Bogman, because those guys, how's that going to work? If they go to college, they're committed there for three years, so will they get a special exemption? And there could be a lot of people that are trying to get money, that need that money from the draft that they're counting on, that this isn't an option for them. This is being taken away from them. Yeah, especially the international guys that were expecting to sign big deals, you know, this offseason, take care of their families and, and stuff like that. And those too, agreements so. have already been made, as everybody knows. Like <clears throat> the J the J2 class is just a formality. Like those guys have already picked their teams. They've already agreed to sign. I mean, all that stuff is like essentially done. That's why uh, Jan- July 2nd. Maybe this resets that. You know what I mean? Like if they're not going to sign on the dotted line and give them their money, then maybe – Maybe that whole international signing stuff, you know, uh, kind of having an agreed and stuff, maybe that stuff all gets reset. I don't know. I, I'm the, stopping the draft just doesn't make any sense. Am I am I wrong that I think it's a it's a horrifically bad look if they do it because they're I mean, I, I, I get and, I, and I'm. You know, I'm not one way or another. I don't want to make it political when I obviously I said about the casinos and the airlines and you see that stuff and you kind of I don't know. I I roll my eyes at a lot of it, but I also you know, I try to be pragmatic about things and understand like businesses have to stay afloat. So anybody else can continue having jobs. But this is a I mean, these are billionaires with billion dollar businesses that have they have been losing money, by the way. They've been making profits. So where's that profit gone that you can't sustain this, that you can't hold through and for to me, I look at this and I go, this is couldn't be a worse horrific look that you would do this because you're worried about service time and you don't want to pay out the bonuses for the young players. Yeah, it's uh, it's a horrific look. You know what I mean? Especially it's a real bad look, especially if we do get the season played. So we're going to get the season played. You're going to make that money. It's just going to be a little bit later in the year. And uh, you you're still not going to do the draft to save what? I mean, honestly, for billionaire owners, this is not that much money to them. Do you? This think, would be like you and me going to McDonald's. You yeah, know what I mean, well, yeah. I mean, I don't even want to get into that because it's it's hard for, I don't know, it's hard for me to even justifiably be like, oh, it's just a kick in the bucket and stuff like that. Right. Like I'm annoyed with it, but I don't want to start quantifying what it is. And by the way, this is just a rumor. This could be something that's being floated around. Absolutely, you know, you yes. have these guys talking about this to probably get some type of public perception and people are going yes. to absolutely tear them apart for even considering something like this. But um, I mean, am I, do you think it's overblown that this, that this could maybe even topple the idea that the owners are so worried about their money that they want to nix this take off 500 plus players ability to make money and start their professional career because they want to save a bit of money. Am I wrong that to, in my eyes, this might even be worse than the, the Astros situation or am I just maybe too close to it? I don't think it's worse than the Astros situation. I think you're a little bit too close to it because of prospect one and you want these uh, kids to be on a team so you can kind of analyze them and all that stuff. So I, I get what you're saying where you throw that out as a possibility. I think that's a little bit. I, I, I still think that the, you know, the ceiling signs and all that stuff is a worse look for baseball than, you know, pushing one draft class back. Uh, a year, but it's none of it's a good look. I mean, uh, you add this all up together, yeah. and baseball is just looking really bad. It's a bad right setback. So, I mean, I yeah. just I just wish that 
the players had the choice if this were to go down. And I I talked about I mean, the NFL is not even close to that. They're just like, yeah, we're not even gonna no. we're not even gonna stop our draft. We're not gonna push it back or move it at all. We're just gonna read names into a computer. You know, I, what I I'm mean? just annoyed so. that like you know, just move the draft to be after. You can just move it back, and it can be right after everything uh, after the season. Uh, I've speculated. I know there's a lot of scouting that's gone. What if they did a combine type of a thing? They could make a situation of J2 in high school and college, and they could bring them in a a week-long combine, and they could recoup some funds. I mean, I imagine baseball could also be willing to you know, push. I, I imagine it's not too tough for some loans if they have to deal with that low interest. I, I don't know. There, there's a million things across the board with it. The idea that the draft would be taken away it's maybe as extreme as the world series the college world series that was taken away and that was done so i'm pretty shocked at that if it were to happen it's just a rumor so everyone can follow that in uh that's not the baseball news we've been looking for but i talked a little bit more about it if you guys want some uh, more that was more of my instant takes with it but interesting to hear where you're at that is the end of the hour i am out of here bubba's coming up bogman and bubba are going to be covering more so don't you go anywhere fellas you guys know we got more coming next week and follow us over on patreon until then let's go listen to hour three are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. Ever wondered how a book gets made into a movie? Or how to master the art of cooking? Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. On our podcast, we're going to be serving you a fresh perspective of the entertainment industry alongside our favorite celebrity guests. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon.